Welcome back to another episode of Sincerely Me, your go-to podcast for everything from the pivotal to the pointless. My name is Khadija and I'm your host and I'm very, very sorry that I've been MIA for the past few weeks, but I've had a very busy few weeks during which I caught a very nasty cold. It wasn't COVID, but it was very nasty. I did not have the voice to record or the energy. I also did not have any free time because work has been insane. I don't know why. But it is what it is, and here we are. I hope everyone is doing really well, and Ramadan Karim. I know it's a little late, but always better late than never. But in all seriousness, I hope everyone is feeling okay while fasting. I personally love Ramadan. I'm usually okay fasting. Sometimes I'm grouchy, but who isn't, right? But I truly enjoy the fact that most of our schedules align at one point i love that we make time for our friends and families i love the hospitality i love having people over and i especially enjoy the peace that naturally comes with ramadan i also feel like subhanallah ramadan always comes at a time when i feel like i'm in dire need of a spiritual awakening feels amazing anyway today's episode is actually not from the long list of episode ideas that i have It is, however, inspired by a book I recently finished. And if you've read the book, you'll definitely know it by the title of this episode. And if you haven't read the book, well, the book is called The Midnight Library. I'm going to try not to spoil too much of the story and focus more on the concepts discussed in this book and the moral of the story. But when I tell you this book is amazing, I'm, I think I'm maybe underselling it a little bit. So everyone knows how the Instagram or TikTok algorithm works. And basically, if you follow certain kinds of accounts and you like certain kind of content, you'll see more of that on your feed, more of that on your Explore page and so on. So since I like books and I've been looking at a lot of book content, I've been seeing a lot of book content. And this book, The Midnight Library, has been popping up on my feed a lot lately. And um, this one person I follow, I don't remember who, but... she posted that this book changed her life and to tell you that this piqued my interest is an understatement so I got the book and I didn't start reading it but then a few days later I saw one of my close friends post on her stories that this book is amazing so I naturally I texted her because I trust her taste in books and she said that I really need to start reading it right away and that it's amazing blah 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 and then I asked another close friend of mine who is an absolute bookworm and she said that it was a really nice book and that I'm gonna love it so I just dived in and it is every bit of amazing as they said it would be. Now, let me walk you through the book real quick. So the book is about a girl named Nora Seed. And in her opinion, her life is lacking anything of interest and is a very sad life. And she only has her cat. And on a very sad night, her cat dies. And then so she's late the next day to work because she was burying her cat. And then she loses her job. And 
then she spirals basically she spirals and everything goes out of control her mom passed away a few years earlier her dad had passed away uh she'd lost touch with her brother her best friend now lives halfway across the world and she basically has no one she broke off her engagement before she was supposed to get married and she only had that one little cat that died so trigger warning to anyone who has any kind of depression or suicidal tendencies but the next part is where she decides to overdose on some pills and she decides to take her own life so as a person who has struggled with depression and struggled with anxiety and continue to struggle with anxiety by the way and as a person who has borderline personality disorder i do understand the feeling of wanting it all to stop the feeling of wanting to end everything so here's the thing i used to have suicidal tendencies and i'm not ashamed to say that out loud so if you ever feel this way know that you are definitely not alone and that it does get better and here is the moral of the story behind this book and i will get you there to the end but the idea here is the other side of despair and this is the sentence that I read in the book around the end of the book where I felt like a light bulb just went on in my head like this part really spoke to me because there is another side to despair that most of us when we're in the depths of depression and we're like at rock bottom this is the part where we lose sight of the other side of despair. This is the part that we are unable to see when we're at our lowest. So before we get into the rest of the story, all religious aspects aside, all ideologies aside, maybe all logic aside, because this is a work of fiction, okay? And all of the concepts in this book are woven into a fictitious story. So none of this is real, but the concepts and the ideas behind what is put into a work of fiction are very real. So after Nora Seed decides to take her own life, she finds herself in between life and death. And in between life and death is the place she finds herself in at the Midnight Library. So she enters the Midnight Library as the state between life and death. Try to imagine this with me. She walks into a huge library where there are books on every shelf, top to bottom, from ceiling to floor. There's no end to this library and there's no one there except for one librarian who used to be her school librarian when she was like a teenager or something. So she finds herself in this huge place, unfamiliar place. She has no idea what happened and her watch is stuck at midnight, which is the time she decided to overdose on those pills. And time has stopped and she's inside of this library right now. And she has this guide, which is the librarian, telling her to pick up books from off the shelves and that basically each book has a story that is her life or a different version of her life. Okay, let me rephrase this because I know that this could get a little bit confusing. How many of you have ever felt like if you had made a different decision at one point that your life could have taken an entirely different turn, that you could have lived an entirely different life? This was the concept. Nora Seed had a book of regrets. And this is the first book that she went through in the Midnight Library. It was a huge book of things that she regretted 
doing and things that she regretted not doing over the past, I don't know, 30, 35 years of her life or I don't know how old she was. I don't remember. But anyways, um, this book of regrets contained every single thing that she had regretted doing and every single thing that she had regretted not doing during her lifetime. And based on this book of regrets, she would understand or she would read out all of the things that she wished that she had done or all the things that she wished she hadn't done. And based on these regrets, she would make a different choice and live a different life. Okay, so I'm not going to get into all of the books that Nora Seed read at the library or all of the lives that she lived because basically each book was a different version of her life based on a certain amount of decisions that she had made differently or that she imagined that she made differently. It was like rewriting her regrets. So basically, the midnight library is your subconscious, okay? So how many times have you sat down with yourself and thought to yourself, maybe, I've, I know that I've done this, so I'm going to talk about myself. If I had not gone to dentistry school, I would have gone to journalism school or I would have studied English and comparative literature and I would have been this amazing writer or been this amazing journalist or blah 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 I don't know that this is true okay but I've had these thoughts multiple times over the years maybe I thought for once like if I hadn't gotten this job whatever job I'm referring to I would have had another chance to be at another nicer place that I thought maybe was better for me or Whatever comes to your mind, but these are just off of the top of my head. So let me tell you how this ends up working. So Nora Seed has a set of regrets and she decides to go erasing them one by one or tackling them one by one. So let's put it on reality. Let's scale it to my life so you can understand this. And so I don't spoil the book for you if you decide to read it because it, it is a really good read and you really need to read it if you're like a bookworm and you enjoy reading. Anyways, um, so let me uh, go back to the dentistry example. English and comparative literature, journalism, whatever it is that I wanted to. Okay, let's say I open up a book in the Midnight Library and it's the story of my life. If I had gone to English and comparative literature, if I'd studied English and comparative literature at whatever university, it was going to be AUC. And then I changed direction. Let's open the book of my life. In 2012, had I studied English and comparative literature in AUC. First of all, I don't know what my life would have been like, okay? But this is a thought that I've repeatedly had, that maybe I would have had a different life. But first of all, first and foremost, I wouldn't have met my husband because he did not go to AUC, okay? I would not have met my mentor, who is actually one of my best friends at this point and has done amazing things for me in my life on a professional and a personal level so these are two things that would not be found in the book of my life had I gone to AUC and studied English and comparative literature instead of going to dentistry school in BUE do you understand the concept now you go through this book and your life is an entirely different version of itself maybe you find yourself happy in some aspects but a single decision can affect the storyline of the whole book 
So if I had gone to another university and studied a different major, I would have met an entirely different set of people. I would have had an entirely different friend group. I would have, who knows and who says that this would have made me happier? Who says that I would have found a better job? Who says that I would have had, um, I don't know, a better life or a happier life? Not to say that I'm unhappy. I'm extremely happy, alhamdulillah. But I'm just walking you through the mindset of having regrets. Okay, and having regrets is inevitable. I'm not saying that you're not going to have regrets. Everyone has regrets, okay? But does that really mean that this other version of your life was going to be a happier version? Was this other other version of your life meant for you or was it not? And I think the obvious reason here is that no, it's not meant for you. Otherwise, you'd be living that life. But the concept of the book is that it actually walks you through all of these different versions of life and Nora actually finds herself not happy in any other life than her own root life, which is what it's called in, in the book. So her actual real life is the happiest she's ever been and basically because she's alive in that life. And every other version... It was just despair coming into her mind and allowing her to believe that there is something better out there that she missed. And let me tell you this. You have not missed a single thing that is meant for you. You have not missed a single thing. You are exactly where you need to be. You are exactly where you are meant to be. You are living the life that was only meant for you, the life that was written for you, the life that you are going to thrive in, the life that you are going to be the happiest in. Sure, sometimes we hit rough patches, we hit low points, we struggle with stress, we struggle with anxiety, we struggle with depression, we struggle with a lot of things and I am on top of that list. But here is the amazing little silver lining of this book. When you wait around long enough, when you live long enough to see the other side of despair, this is where all the magic happens. Because when Nora came out of her coma and she, I don't know if it was a coma or if it was like a drift in between life and death, whatever it is, she woke up and her brother came to see her in the hospital and she was fine. Her best friend that hadn't spoken to her in a million years texted her back and she appreciated everything it is that life has to offer if you wait around long enough to appreciate what you have right in front of you you will understand that this is the only life that you are meant to be living in my life i've had a bunch of regrets but because of all of these things and because of me reflecting on all of these things for the last few years and after reading this book I now fully understand that had I not done the things the way that I did them had it not played out in the same exact way I would have been an entirely different person and I'm not sure that that person would have been happy but I am sure that this person right now here living this life my life can be happy with what I have I can be satisfied I can do better that's not to say that you need to not change everything if you're not happy. By all means, you can change whatever it is you want to change any given time. But there are things 
that you have no say in. And there are things that have already happened. And there are things that have put your life in a certain direction where it's supposed to be, even if you don't believe that all the time. Or even if you haven't believed that in the past, I hope that this time, when you listen to this episode, you will believe that this is exactly where you're supposed to be. So moral of the story is... Be thankful for what you have. Be thankful for being alive. Appreciate the life that you have been given and trust the process. Trust that this is the life that was meant for you. Trust that this is where you're meant to be. You have not missed a single thing. You are walking at your own pace. You don't need to prove anything to anyone and you are not in competition with anyone. Your timeline does not need to match the timeline of any other person. You do not need to fulfill other people's dreams. What you need to do is find your own dreams and go in that direction. When you're in the midst of despair, when you're in the depth of it, when you've hit rock bottom and you feel like there's no way out, you need to keep going because on the other side of despair, there is hope. And there is life and there is light at the end of the tunnel. As cliche as that sounds, but it is true. And I've been there because I have hit six feet below rock bottom. And I am telling you that I have come so far. And if you're having a really hard time, I am 100% sure that you can get through it. And you're going to be a lot better. And you're going to thrive. And you're going to flourish. And you're going to be amazing. The only thing you have to do is believe that you are where you're meant to be and believe that all of the different lives that you could have lived are not the answer. And all of the books in the Midnight Library cannot change how you're feeling right now. But the only thing that can is that you pick up the one empty book and you start writing your own story starting today. You do whatever it is you need to do to put your life on the right track. But you do not sit and dwell on the past. And you do not regret the things that you have done or the things that you have not done. Because whatever it may be, it has already been and it is already gone. And it is already in the past. And there's nothing that you can do about it. But you can focus on what's coming and on your future and on tomorrow and on today and on next week. And you can start becoming the person you want to be. Right this second. But dwelling on whatever it is that happened and imagining different versions of your life is not going to lead you anywhere. One of the most important things that I've learned from the Midnight Library is that we as human beings are in our own way. We put these roadblocks in front of ourselves. We put these barriers that we think that life has put in front of us and the only person who has put this barrier in front of me is myself and I'm the only person who has the ability to get off my butt and move the roadblock out of the way and I'm the only person who can change my life and I'm the only person who has that kind of authority and I'm the only person who can look at my own life and be thankful for what it is and love it the way it is and do better and most of our regrets most of them are just made up in our heads Most of the things that we think that we regret if we had the chance to live a different life and experience this thing that we wish we had done or the thing that we wish we could have changed, we're going to end up with a result that is not really what we had hoped for. 
وهرجع برضو بقول دي حاجة من الحاجات اللي الواحد مفروض يصدق فيها يعني بغض النظر عن ان الكتاب ممكن يكون مش واقعي من عشان هو فيكشن بس نرجع تاني ونقول ان الحاجات دي كلها they do align with our own religion احنا كمسلمين بنؤمن بالقضاء والقدر والحاجات اللي احنا عايشينها والحاجات اللي احنا بنعملها والحياة اللي هي موجودة احنا فيها دي احنا مؤمنين ان هي دي احسن حاجة ولعلها خير وان الحاجات دي كلها كلها بتحصل for greater good there is a divine reason there is a bigger picture there is a godly plan something that we don't know, don't know about but something that is every bit of amazing so moral of the story is get out of your own way get out of your own head and get off your butt and remove the roadblocks that you have put in front of yourself keep walking through that tunnel and get out the other side there is no better life than the one that you are living there have been no other lives that you could have lived that would have led to a better outcome this is the best life that you could be living because this is the life that is meant for you you are where you're supposed to be you're doing amazing and you can continue to do amazing if you put your mind to it that is all thank you guys for listening i know this has been a weird episode kind of all over the place a little bit of a reflective episode please read the book you will love it and as always i will leave the links to the socials in the show notes please follow us on instagram facebook and tiktok i will also leave the email if you have any inquiries please also leave a rating and a review on apple Podcasts or spotify if you feel inclined to i will really really appreciate it and that's all for today thank you for listening again see you next week sincerely me